We're live. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with the Monday edition of the State Catch and Show. Coming off a monster weekend uh, across all sports. Had a couple plus 1,000s in soccer. If you guys tuned into the Friday show, you bet the uh, Argentina and penalty kicks. Free plus 1,000 winner for you. I mean, Evan, the live winners that we give out on it, it's like 98%. So, like, I, it, fucking win every time. If a game's going on and we're on air, you need to be here. Uh, hit a couple plus 1,000s. Constantino smashed UFC this weekend. I think five and one, up 10 units. Um, I had a great football weekend. Uh, Bill's still smashing NBA. Uh, we're destroying. Howie was, what, 14 and two yeah. in college basketball at Four Deep this weekend. So those of you guys just tuning in to stay cashing and not signed up at Four Deep Bets, 14 and two, the dude was this week. Like, it's insane. That's maniacal. This We're not even in the conference play really yet. 14 and two. Howie will be joining us shortly. Uh, is Kabab coming on today? Yeah. Kabab will be coming on to talk some World Cup. We'll go over the little weekend review for the NFL, talk a little college basketball, got some games tonight, talk some NHL, NBA, and then, of course, the New England-Arizona football game uh, coming at you hot and heavy. I got a couple props I love on this game tonight. Uh, Bill Rupp, how you doing today, my friend? We didn't talk last night for the first time in probably six months, so uh, how you doing? Good. I'm watching Major League. Who's, uh, who's pitching? Ricky Vaughn just stuck out Clue Haywood. American, oh, wow. Clue Haywood was American two for two. American League uh, triple crown winner. At 48 home runs, two for two off Ricky Vaughn with two home runs. He struck yeah. him out. Now uh, the Yankees just brought in the Duke. Oh, dude, I hope he wins. I hope they win this game. It's going to be tough. I think they got uh, Hayes on first, right? Hayes is off to a big lead. Yeah, so we'll see if uh, Willie Mays Hayes can steal second base here live on State Cash. And Rackets, how you doing today, brother? I am good. Uh, not a great football weekend for me, but uh, I made it up for it with uh, some live drive bets last night, the last fucking six drives of the game. So What did you do on those? I think I fell asleep. I, I don't think I've seen the end of a Sunday night football game in fucking... Uh... You were in the chat for mm, uh, maybe like five or ten minutes, and then we, we kind of overlapped a little bit, but it was uh, just a bunch of punts, field goals. Uh, every time the Dolph Dolphins touched the ball, pretty much just bet punt. Yeah, I mean, I literally just nailed the faction. There he goes! Oh, he's running, Bill? All right, let us know if he steals. Uh, I nailed the faction aspect of uh, the game last night. I literally wrote to the subscribers, I was on Sherfield last night. So that was my play. Didn't work out, uh, probably because Bill's MVP of the NFL only threw for 23 yards in the first three quarters. That probably hurt anyone hitting their props. To, I mean, literally, Tyreek Hill had an 80-yard bomb, which is the only way Tua could produce anything. And outside of that, Tua was... The worst quarterback in the entire NFL this year. And that is not just me saying that. That is an actual fact. Let me read you this stat for Tua Tungabailoa, as everyone likes to say, so they can show off how they spell as they know how to pronounce his last name. Tua Tungabailoa, 20% completion percentage was the lowest by any quarterback in the first half this year. The single worst half of football of any quarterback in the entire NFL threw for 23 yards at the half. Bill Rupp, how you feeling about your MVP? I didn't watch one minute of the game, so I have no idea if you're telling me false lies and propaganda or the truth. <laughs> it was one of the worst football games I've ever seen. I've never seen anyone play worse. Like, I've never seen a quarterback play worse. And, and I, I'm a Jets fan. Evan, as what as, did you think? As soon as Zonovan Knight ruined all my parlay, yeah, I didn't catching mean. any passes because the Jets fucking suck. Well, uh, uh, that well, was it for me for football. I, was I didn't even call Bill. I knew if Zonovan the Jets did. and the Giants are both so bad. The Giants are terrible. Yeah, but I, Evan, I have no clue what's going on in that locker room. There's <sighs> just 
they're destroying Zach Wilson's career. I told you. It's already destroyed. destroyed. Why did Flacco come in? How he's not dressed for the game to come in? That was the perfect. Two quarterbacks dressed. I mean, and one of them's Flacco. So we had one quarterback dressed. For some reason, Bill and other people think is legitimate. He's horrible. Flacco came in and lost the game. You and Evan started off this season saying that he was the best thing in the world. Are are you fucking nuts? Tommy, you came on here with... You came on here with you were quoting his stats. Hold on. Can you stop for a second? You Don't tell me your... I like Flacco. You came? No, not Flacco. Yeah, Wilson. We're talking about not Flacco. Wilson. Yeah, he's fucking. Oh trash. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Wilson. You said to you said to Nyko. Uh, yes. Was on this show that he would be in the hole. No, we're not talking about that. Stop watching Major League and listen. We're talking about Flacco. Talking about Flacco. I said Flacco lost the game. He should have never been in. He shouldn't be on the roster. And then I said, Bill thought he was good because he threw for 300 yards twice in the first three weeks. Flacco right. walked in, fumbled the game away, and we lost. Wilson first should have been fucking out. play. Two different things here. Yeah, no, we're not talking about I'm saying Wilson should have been in. Wilson should have been dressed and should have been playing. That was the perfect time to bring Wilson back in a, in a situation where no one's expecting anything against possibly the best team in football while you're losing. Bring him in. No pressure. Come in. Let him sling it. And you could bring everything back up. And granted, Mike White came back in, so it wouldn't have mattered. But how is he not even dressed, Evan? How is I, he not even dressed? It's I, I don't know how you don't dress the second-best quarterback on the team, arguably. Flacco fucking sucks, clearly. I mean, our offensive line is dog shit. That's no secret. But he, the fact that you come in and you fumble the ball the first play. He's the he, worst he did not quarterback be ever. There. He did not want to be there at all. He's like, Fuck, dude, I gotta go. You wanna, right would, now. You wanna, would you wanna be in that game after seeing those hits that White was taking dude, yesterday? Mike White is a fucking warrior. He he's zoomed tough. in on his face when yeah, he got hit tough. that second time, and he was like, he was like trying anything. To but I, this is what I was telling you guys about. This is what I was telling you guys about Zach Wilson, how he didn't get a fair shake. Because Zach Wilson played Denver, Green Bay, Buffalo, New England twice, and Buffalo. Like, New England twice in Buffalo were, like, his last three games. Like, Br- Belichick destroys young quarterbacks. He's going to eat Kyler Murray alive today. And Buffalo, you just saw what happens when you play against that Buffalo defense. It's people very underrated. People in the New York media are killing him for the wrong things. Uh, Tiki Barber was on the stair this morning saying that uh, Zach, White, uh, Zach Wilson it, this and that because he, did, he had too much going on with his mother's uh, oh, that wasn't and him. He didn't sex. do that. First of all, it wasn't even him. That was, and then, and then, uh, Tierney was sticking up for his. I was saying that wasn't even him. It was the girlfriend who put that out there. And who cares? Zach didn't put he's that like, out. Oh, he's out everywhere. No, he's not. Out no, he's not. He went to a Yankee game or Met game. Yeah, they all do that. Game. He wasn't drinking. Listen, the he bottom wasn't. line with Zach Wilson was, I told everyone this. No one wanted to listen. The line's fallen apart in the last five weeks. It's falling apart. Ever since like ABC see, got hurt. Dude, yeah, the whole line has fallen apart, and you he has no time back there, so he's running around in circles. And, yes, he didn't advance, and, yes, he didn't evolve, and, yes, he missed the whole preseason and the first few games of this season, which is bad for a young baby-faced kid coming from BYU, not playing Alabama-level talent, needing a couple of years. When you come from those small schools, look at Josh Allen. Rackets, you're one of the biggest Josh Allen guys out there. Look at Josh Allen when he first came in from a school like Wyoming. 
He people sucked. didn't even want him. People didn't even want him. He sucked. He here. I didn't want him. I thought he was terrible. He sucked for the first year or two. Did he not? You could see flashes, but the, you it was could, the com- right. You and obviously yeah. Josh Allen's six seven two forty, so he's got a big advantage over fucking. You know what is he six three six four two forty? Huge advantages over Zach Wilson, who's smaller than all of us on this show. But at the same token, these small school quarterbacks end up being great. But they didn't get four years playing Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, LSU. They were playing fucking New Mexico State and team South Dakota State teams like that. So they need two full years. They need they need to develop. You got to give them time. Josh Allen sucked three years ago. He was blowing every game and doing the same shit that Zach Wilson's doing, except he had better talent around him and he was bigger and stronger and could rush for 70, 80 yards a game. But Josh Allen was Cam Newton his first year and a half when he was here. And that's, that's now he's a comparison. star. So when you look at Zach Wilson, do I think Zach Wilson's going to be Josh Allen? Maybe, maybe not. But I know you need to give him two years. You he's know done. I need to give him a, a full he's camp. The, he's done on the Jets. Now he's done. Yeah. He's but you need to give him a full camp. The dude's quarterback coach died three weeks before the season started last year. He didn't even have a mentor, a veteran in the locker room, or a quarterback coach. He died legitimately. So, you know. It's just not fair what they're doing to him and letting him develop. But anyway, I don't want to spend the whole show talking about it. Either way, um, tough loss by the Jets. But get the ball to Zonovan Knight for fucking Bill Rupp next time, you fucking assholes. Jesus nah, they Christ. Not, not they covered the 10, though. They did cover the 10. Uh, they did cover the 10. They would have covered my live bet at 7.5. I actually went 13. And You ready for this, Evan? So uh, Howie went 14-2 and two on Saturday and Sunday. Just, just slaughtered college basketball. I actually went 13-5 and five yesterday. And before the night game, the one o'clock and four o'clock games, which I've written down. You want to hear my losses? No. Good. You're going to. Jets plus seven and a half, lost by a half because Flacco fumbled the game away. Uh, Miami over 40 and a half. No one scored last night. Everyone stopped scoring in a total that was 50 and a half. Huntley got hurt with 31 rushing yards, and Godwin finished three yards short, and Tampa Bay fucking got destroyed. I could have went like 15 and one yesterday. All right. Like, you, want I, hear my, you want to hear my rundown? Yes. Uh, NFL in 30 seconds? Yes. All right. Rams suck. Bills are good. Bengals are good. Cowboys are okay. Lions are good. Uh, Jaguars suck. Titans suck. Eagles are good. Ravens are eh. Uh, Chiefs are good. 49ers are good. Panthers suck. Seahawks suck. Chargers suck. Dolphins are okay. I mean, listen, there's Bill Rupp's power rankings. Dolphins suck. Cowboys suck. Dolphins suck. The Cowboys don't suck. They're just not... They're Great. just never going to win anything. They just... play to the level of the their opponent. Yeah, exactly. It's not good, though. They've no. only beaten the shit out of one team. Like and one game. Minnesota, that one beat... game. Yeah, that was, they didn't. That was the one game. That was just that just got away, and Kirk Cousins went old school. Kirk Cousins. What's killing them is this Zeke Pollard bullshit. No, what's killing them is Zach Prescott. Like, I mean, do you know he leads the league in interceptions since he came back from injury? Yeah, he's not good. What's killing them is Dak Prescott. Because, listen, Zeke's good enough. Pollard's great. They need to use Pollard more. They're starting to. They have CeeDee Lamb, Noah Brown, Dalton Schultz. They got weapons all over their defense. Micah Parsons. They got fucking digs. They have great pass rush. Everything's there except two things. Dak Prescott sucks. Number one, as I've been telling you, he's Tua. Dak and Tua are the same player. Dak Prescott sucks. And what's number two, the most important thing? Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. <laughs> you, you, you're never going to yep. win with Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy. So, Cowboy fans, give up on the season. Don't do what Yankee fans did all year and think, think you don't have it. 
You don't have the quarterback and you don't have the coach. The, the backup quarterback's better than your starter. Uh, but to run through the games, last night game, faction to the gills. Uh, I, I like, like to, Sherfield. I would, yeah. like, I would like to add something to that. We always point these out. Guess what the uh, DraftKings boost was last night? I mean, dude, I'd say it because I was going to talk about it. Say it. Tua and Herbert both to throw over 250. Right. And the other one was Jalen Waddle 40 plus and Eckler 25 plus rushing. That was the other FanDuel boost last night. And uh, Eckler ended at 45 and Jalen Waddle ended at 31 yards receiving two for 31 against the worst slot corner team covering team in the NFL. Uh, I went Sherfield last night. He had like 29 and a half was his number. It's been working phenomenally for us when we did that. But outside of the 70-yard bomb, the Tyreek Hill, which where the defender fell down, two and through for 68 yards. Where, how are you going to get 30 out of someone, whether it's Waddle or – so I'm not even taking the L on that. That's on Tua. Uh, but at the same token, the reason I did – I mean, listen, he was second on the team in targets, Sherfield. He had as many targets as Jalen Waddle. I, I thought it was the right play. It's just two is garbage person rackets. Tua is fucking terrible. I tell you, whenever he plays an above average team, he's horrific. Yeah. Uh, he they the first Tyreek Hill touchdown was a fumble and he yeah. hit the fucking bomb. That was it. That was yeah. That was the defender fell down. That was the extent of their offense. Did you see the bomb though? The defender wasn't ready. The defender was talking at a safety, and the play went, and he turned around and went, "Oh shit!" And Tyreek Hill was gone. Yeah, and then they clipped feet together anyways and fell. Yeah, and it fell. I mean, just a disaster. Uh, I love to see it because I fucking hate to. We'll admit, I, I, I'm very tentative to admit when I'm wrong. Because I started to admit I was wrong on Kyler Murray, and then I called Josh Allen the best quarterback ever, and he's regressed. I'm all, I'm I'm ready to admit I was wrong on Jalen Hurts. I was going to. I'm ready up. to admit that. I mean, he looks phenomenal. And if I had to vote for the MVP, my number one vote is Joe Burrow. My number two vote is Jalen Hurts. Bill Rupp. So uh, I'm going to sit here. You don't need the whiteboard. I'm going to eat some crow. I, I can't believe how well Jalen Hurts is playing. I still think he's going to get knocked off in the playoffs early, but I, I'm amazed at how well he's playing. Bill Rupp. Who's he going to get knocked off by? Whoever plays him, he's just going to choke in the playoffs. I think he's just that type of player. Um, run into a San Fran team that'll wipe him out or something. Run into a good defense that'll take him out. But, uh, I mean, I, he, he looks great. But uh, otherwise, in the NFL, any big games that you guys want to talk about, Rackets, anything you saw this weekend? I mean, my Bengals, everyone told me, don't bet that my biggest bet was the Bengals-Eagles money line. Um, everyone told me the Sharps are on the Browns. No, dude, this is not – you can't put Burrow on analytics. Burrow's a different type of fucking dude. This is 40% or 30% of my preseason futures bets were on Joe Burrow and the Bengals. And I was looking to lose all of them. Now they're nine and four and the number one team in the NFL, in my opinion. That's the best team rackets in the NFL right now. The Cincinnati Bengals, they just whooped on a team that they never beat. And I, I don't think anyone's beating the Bengals this year. I wouldn't say that the best team in the NFL, but uh, where would you rank them? Because I know I'm alone in that, obviously. Because I'm five. They're in the would you five. put ahead of the Bengals? Uh, the 49ers, the even Eagles. with Purdy. Yes, Purdy's the truth. I like Purdy. Well, listen, it's two games, guys. Relax, but yes, I like. Purdy. Uh, there was a stat on just real quick. There was a stat on Purdy yesterday that there was that was the uh, in his debut that was the best game since 1970 or the sixth mm -hmm. best passer rating since 1970. That's that's wild, dude. Um, yeah. And it's just set up that he doesn't have to really. I mean, do keep in mind, though, he threw for 185 yards. Right. That's what I'm saying. Right. That's what I said. He doesn't, he doesn't, it's set up so where he doesn't have to do anything, which. Same as Jimmy. 
31 other teams in the league, like their quarterback goes out, they're fucking done for. Mm-hmm. Like with the 49ers, it's it's literally their system. Like and Miami so too. And Miami, Miami too. If two went down, yes. Bridgewater's better. Bridgewater's yeah. better. They did better. They looked better with Bridgewater. Uh, the Lions make the playoffs too because they're gonna wow. they're gonna easily win their next four games and they're gonna have ten wins. Whoa, whoa, that was whoa, an impressive. Whoa, 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 whoa. They play nobody. They play the Jets next Sunday. I knew oh, that. I knew Evan was going there. They're dead. They're dead. They're dead. Jared Goff. Jared Goff is got to be comeback player of the year. Yeah, at least uh, half it, the year. He should be at least up there. He had a fucking great game yesterday. No interceptions. Played great. That whole team is playing. Like they, I saw before I turned football off yesterday. I saw with the halftime show and all of them. And they were talking about, oh, the Lions are winning. Who the hell had that one? Well, who didn't see that that was coming? I mean, everyone had them as a darling. Yeah. People were calling everyone... that an upset yesterday. And then, it's not an upset. No. And then uh, um, Boomer was like, well, I said it. And then he's like, and then the, what, what's the what's the black guy's name on that show? Booger? I can't like, watch any of those shows. Anyway, he was like, oh, you did? And Boomer was like, yeah, well, there's a half to go. And then they were arguing about that. But, what, uh, wasn't the line three and a half on that? Dude, every so, – so Rackets brought it up on Monday during Monday Night Football because uh, me and Bill sometimes on the voice chat, we'll be on the voice chat tonight watching the games with everyone. Uh, sometimes we'll go and predict the lines for next week and we won't look at them, right? And Rackets was like, tell me, Tommy, what you think the line is on Lions-Vikings. And I was like, Vikings minus four, you know? And, and he's like, Lions minus two. And my exact reaction was, okay, well, guess the Lions won the game. Like, it was, you can't bet the Vikings. Like, if you bet the Vikings, you don't know a first thing about gambling. I'll tell you that. Because they did that the was... same thing on Boomer and um, what's his name in the morning. And Boomer said that the spread was supposed to be, I think, minus seven Vikings. I mean, the Vikings should have been minus uh, four and a half. Uh, seven in a neutral site, maybe, or at home. I would have yeah. went over the three. I thought four, over four three. and a half was right Over three, there. for sure. You know, 10, 10 and two team versus six, five and seven team. Uh, and the Lions have a bad reputation at blowing games and losing in the end and everything. Uh, that line, I mean, dude, if you know anything about gambling, you were betting the Lions. I still couldn't even pull the trigger on the Lions outright, but Neither. I did tease no, them. No, I couldn't do it. I teased them, but I definitely was not betting the Vikings. So you didn't have to bet the, Vi- the Lions. But if you're paying for a subscription or if you know anyone who's gambling who recommended that you bet the Vikings, I thought the Vikings were going to win that game by 10 and I wouldn't go near it. They're terrible people. They're terrible gamblers and you need to get off the site. They just fall in the traps. Um, the other game that was the trap that I mentioned earlier in the week rackets where I did take, uh, this one, bet it and took it on the money line in a parlay was the Panthers versus the Seahawks. That line was fucked. You got the seven and five Seahawks, the darling of the year, walking into the Carolina Panthers with Sam Darnold at four and eight and oh, and five on the road and not covering a half those games. And it was three, three and a half, maybe four and one book that we, that I found. And the Panthers went out right. I told everyone in a roundtable show, Seattle's, Panthers are winning this game. Seattle's not that good. They're yeah, not, but that I, line was and, fucked. And with, with their running back getting injured, your boy um, not playing, that was big. That didn't move the line that much. The line pretty much stayed. Dude, the Panthers suck, Bill. But I'm saying that's big for them, though. Right, I mean, but the Panthers that, that's suck. That's how good Seattle isn't. The Panthers suck. And Seattle's not good either. I mean, remember Tommy? No, they're, the they're good. They're no, good. they're really Bill. not. They're good. They're not great. They're good. They're a team that should be a 7-8 seed in, in the conference. That's what they should be. They should be battling for the They're final not a playoff. playoff team. Do you know Smith has been great? DK and Metcalf, Metcalf and Lockett are great. They have good running game. They're they're fine. For the NFC, they're they're an average, above average team. Yeah. But um 
Chiefs Broncos. I mean, listen, another one. The Broncos, the Chiefs cannot cover against the Broncos. I don't even They're remember the twenty-seven last. nothing. Twenty-seven nothing, and they still can't cover. That was the, the first Broncos game that's gone over in nine games. Yeah, they cannot. The Chiefs can never cover against the Broncos. Um, and honestly, it was the first game Russell Wilson looked fucking awesome. He threw for two fifty and three. He was bringing him back. I would have loved to see him finish that game. Unfortunately, Brett Rippin comes in. How's that your backup? Brett Rippon comes in and just fucking throws the game away, fumbles it away, interception. I guess I would have loved to see that. Kelsey doesn't score anymore. He no, he doesn't score ever balls. anymore. Yeah, no, that doesn't happen anymore. Um, Cowboys, Texans. I mean, every TV show in America is to talk about it more morning. We didn't have to waste time, but uh, we did have the Texans. I had the Texans in three different teasers, like 30 and a half I was getting with the Texans in 10 point and 13 point teaser. How do you not take an NFL team getting two and a half touchdowns, 17 and a half? And we were on the roundtable show, Rackets, I said, because everyone was like, can you play Pierce? Can you play? I was like, guys, ignore the game flow. This is the NFL. There is no team that's 18 points better than another team. No team in this league is 18 points, let alone the Cowboys. Like, no team is 18 points better than any team in this league. Maybe five years ago, 10 years ago, not anymore. So uh, Texans should have won that game. I think they lost it on purpose. I think they did a couple things at the end of that game, decision-making that looked like they were trying to lose to keep that number one pick, which would make sense. But uh, great showing by them. Jacksonville Titans, who cares? Eagles just shit stomped the Giants. That was my favorite bet of the week. The Giants are terrible. Giants and shambles. Giants have been terrible the whole year. I said it. They're just great coaching, great defensive coordinator, playing like a team, but they don't have any talent. There's no talent anywhere on that roster um, outside of Saquon and a couple defenders. Raven-Steelers game was exactly what you'd think a Raven-Steelers game would be. Huntley gets hurt, kills our rushing prop. But, uh, you know, how are the Ravens 9-4, and four, guys? Beats me, dude. Does that make any sense? It's a bad football team. I mean, they're an average football. They're the same team as the Steelers. Like, how are they 9-4? and four? That doesn't make sense. Uh, Bucks-Niners. Bill, Bucks are dead. Like, dude, with Ritter coming in for the Falcons right now, I'm going to be betting for the subscribers. I'll give it out to you guys here. <laughs> I'm going to be taking a flyer on Atlanta to win this division now, Bill, with Ritter in. I, there's a chance the Bucs don't win a game the rest of the year. That's how bad this team is. This team is fucking hard. They're one injury away. They always, they always beat Atlanta. I think they have another game coming up. Um, the Atlanta, uh, Tampa Bay is winning that division. What are the odds right now? 100%. What are the odds? I'm trying to find it. <laughs> 100%. I mean, you have a big bet. Yeah. So. There's, yeah, there's no way that any of those other shit. Falcons are plus 1,600 to win the division, and they have – one of the best young quarterbacks I've ever seen coming in to take over next week uh, against the Saints. You've ever seen in college. He has no And preseason. And preseason, right? He hasn't done anything in the NFL yet. going against Rackets playing defense. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, going with Rackets at receiver and running back too, though. And Rackets guarding and playing line. Um, but I'm excited for the Desmond Ritter show. It's going to be our biggest bet of the year by far. Uh, whatever the Desmond Ritter props come up. But realistically, Bill, I mean, listen – Falcons play the fucking Saints, who you could beat. The Ravens, who you could beat. The Cardinals, who you could beat. And they end with the Bucks. I mean, the Falcons could run off four here if Ritter comes out and does and what I think he does. All four. True, 100%. But at plus 1,600, you're not thinking about what they could do wrong. You're trying to justify a bet at plus 1,600. They can't I'm telling beat. you, dude. There's a 2-2 two and two to 3-1 and one path here if Ritter is what I think he is. Because, Bill, you'll be the first to admit, if Mariota was Mike White even – the Falcons have fucking nine wins. Mariota lost them at least three or four games. All Tampa has to do is win two of the last four, and they win that division. 
and <coughs> and they and they're going to beat Atlanta because they always beat Atlanta last. But game. But that's going to be the last and game of the year. Maybe they'll lose to the Bengals at home, but they can easily. No, they're definitely the going to lose to the Bengals at home. They can easily beat the Cardinals and the Panthers, and then the last game comes down to Atlanta, and uh, you know they they're probably going to beat them. So I I don't have any hope in Atlanta. I think it's worth a sixteen hundred, especially especially for someone like you, Bill. Already has them to win the division. It's out for the year. Yeah. Um, I mean, listen, your bet was great. Your bet was great. You're sitting at a even money, and now it's like minus three twenty. I think it's still bettable at three twenty, but a nice little hedge there. Plus sixteen hundred. Don't sleep on my boy Desmond Ritter. Uh, hopefully, he turns his ankle so I can buy his rookie cards. But uh, that's my dude. He's gonna ball the fuck out. Uh, let's get Harry on here. Howie on yeah, here. Before, What's up? Before we move on, I think we have to talk about how fixed the UFC is with Patty the Batty winning that. Oh fight. my God! Yeah, we do. That was the uh, worst decision I've seen in a long time. I mean, it, I don't. I, I think the Ankalev one was the worst decision I've ever seen in a you long time. You can't. You can't. Well, I, that, that was the second worst decision I've ever seen. <laughs> and I, I think the non-stoppage bill by that ref twice was the third and fourth worst things I've from, seen in a long Pat, time. I'm first of all, I, I never want to bet anything that that guy refs again. Um, and Bill said that, and then he ref two fights later. Yeah, and Bill didn't even fucking know. He was no one fucking told me. Um, <laughs> awful. That ending uh, was awful. Cost me a lot on my parlays. By yeah, we had got voided on it. How Uncle was it was unanimous? That. That's the part that fucking was the Patty to Batty or the Uncle? Yeah, uh, Patty to Batty. So I, I have a theory on the Patty to Batty one where I think it was the right decision. But oh no! Listen, no. Let, let me let me explain why. Let me Dana explain White why. giving the nod right to fucking. Let me let me explain why. Portnoy. First of all, first of all, I do. It was not thirty twenty seven. No, no, it no, close. No, hundred percent not. There was a round or two. Where I went and rewatched the fight because I was like, maybe I was just in a patty vortex. The bottom line is, I think it was the right decision, not because it was the right decision on the fight. It was the right decision for the UFC. You have a guy like Patty to Batty, who's a once in a generation type guy, a Conor McGregor level fucking star. And you put him up against and you know, you're going into the ring against a Floyd Mayweather of a UFC basically right now. And you go in there and you could have won the first two rounds. It could have been one one. You could have been down two zero, but you de you could have definitely won. You should have been up or tied going into that third round. And you decide to try and hug him for three and a half minutes up against the fence, steal the entertainment, and you think they're going to take Patty the Batty, the biggest thing in the UFC, and remove him from his pedestal because you tried to hug out the final round. I've said for a long time, this is entertainment more than it's a sport anymore. It's it more is. like the WWE than it is a it fucking is. Uh, tennis. So you, yeah, you, you need can't, to go. You can't bet on the WWE, though. You know you need to walk in there and put a stamp on that fight in the third round. Well, right, and you, you decided can't... to hug. And keep in mind, Patty to Batty made a great point in the presser. The, the UFC has a new mandate, which they've put out, which said they are judging fights on damage. That's what they're judging fights yeah, on now. The guy Damn. had one significant strike. He had one significant strike in the third round. And when he was hugging him against the cage with cage control, Patty elbowed him five times and need him four times. So even when he was being hugged, Patty was doing more damage. Now you could argue the other guy won the first two. You can make that argument. But I do not agree that you should take Patty off that pedestal. When he was but, trying to fight, he could have taken that guy down the whole fight, and he didn't because he wanted to hurt, entertain. You take those two in a neutral fight, he lost the fight. That, probably. Probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but if you're the UFC and you yeah, bring right. any fight anyway, you'd better believe I was That's Dana, like the last 80 years in boxing. If you got a championship boxer, you got to no beat the champ. You're going to lose a decision. You got to knock him out. You, if you want to beat Mayweather, you got to go work right. Mayweather. Right. Right. Mayweather lost four fights. Yeah. 
But the bottom line is you got to go beat the right. champ. And well, the it's always right. Yeah, so and, and I know Patty doesn't have the belt, but he's the star. He's the biggest thing in the UFC right now. Listen, are we not all better off because of that decision? No. Do you, you want to know why? You want why? to know why we're not? Because it's already started in Canada. Like I've said, you cannot bet UFC in Canada anymore. And it's this FBI investigation is yeah. not a joke, bro. That's this a good point. Dead yeah. serious. And this is not good for us gamblers. Because the uncle, the uncle have one especially. Yeah, this is going. FBI is on UFC right now. They are on them, so they're not just watching that match that got screwed and that guy who was giving bets out on Discord. They're fucking watching everything now. And right. what happened on Sunday night or Saturday night was atrocious, and it should have never happened. And UFC better watch out because they're going to get fucking dirt. They're going to get in some trouble. They're going to have to change. It's going to start in states. States are going to start yeah. voting the UFC. Yeah. And then it's, that's how it's going to go. All it's going to take, all it's going to take is for them to get hold of one fighter, just one, that says, yeah, I got paid 15 grand to, uh, to take for the dive. fight regardless, he, but I made 100 for falling down the second round. And Tommy, you know, because you, you were in prison and I was and I worked in the jail for 10 years, and in case you guys don't know, as soon as that fucking door closes, and the FBI and police and everybody are in that room with you, they all fucking talk. Yep. I don't give a fuck. Yep. John Gotti to fucking Bill Rupp. They're fucking talking, bro. They're fucking telling them. They'll, tell, they'll give up their mom. So once yeah. they get these guys, and these guys aren't fucking very smart either. They get some of these guys in the FBI when the FBI starts sniffing well, around. Well, I'll tell you, cops. the first thing is like TJ Dillashaw. Like the, I, I know that the first fight, that uh, that kind of hit the papers before the other Kraus one, I believe. Uh, I got a text from my friend that he was betting Dill against Dillashaw. We bet against Dillashaw anyway in that fight, but he was betting against Dillashaw because he said sharp money is pounding the other side. I don't know why, but we're hammering it. He put like sixty grand on the other side. Came out later after the fight. Dillashaw said he separated his shoulder two days before the fight and didn't tell anyone. So it leaked to some betters in the line. They pulled the line down before the fight because so many people were hammering it because it must have leaked. Howie like 10 minutes, five minutes before the fight. You can't keep that shit a secret well, when people are betting millions on this sport. Here's the problem between, say, MMA and professional boxing. Here's the problem. These guys truly aren't big stars. You get a big boxer that's made a few million dollars. He's he's touchable, but he's way up here. Right. He's He's got a group around him. He's got that wall kind of that, protect him. That's click. Dude, MMA? I mean, no offense, but you take... There's like six guys. Howie, we're betting on guys who are saying, thank God that they won because they didn't have anywhere to live tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so, you I don't mean, think this guy's going to take 10 grand to take a fall? He's homeless? No. You see guys, guys cry because they don't get the fight bonus. Yeah. You know, yeah I like, mean, these guys aren't making it. It, it, it. What this reminds me of, it reminds me of back in the 50s and 60s when these college kids had nothing. They were eating loaves of bread to survive, making nothing. And then the mob came in and gave them a thousand bucks to toss. A, right. toss. It's the same thing. Yep. That's why do you day. think they're doing the uh, name and likeness deals for college? Because they're realizing it's so rigged everywhere. They're like, all right, let's pay these fucking kids. Let's let them make some money because they're realizing when you have coaches, Howie, like in the preseason, who was it? Saban and who? Who were calling each other out publicly. Oh, uh, Texas A&M. Uh, Texas A&M. Yeah, calling each other oh, out publicly about, I know you're buying players. No, you're buying players. Yeah. Like, 
Tommy, They're what's like, wrong with that? Stop. <laughs> what's wrong is when you go to the NFL draft and these fucking kids got fucking $30,000 chains on and brand new suits. Where the fuck did they get the money for that? Yeah. And you got an MMA fighter whose next fight, if he doesn't win, he's fucking homeless. He's homeless. Yeah. So, I mean, dude, you got to start paying these guys more. Yeah. This can At least the college about. athletes know they're about to walk into millions, a lot of the big ones. I'm telling the biggest you, MMA fighters still aren't making shit. Dana White is in trouble, bro, big time. It's gonna. It, all it takes is one state. I don't think it. so. I don't think it so. It already I, happened I in Canada, I Tommy. All right, well, Bill, no one gives a fuck about Canada. The, uh, Canada Canada's also, also prisoning their people if they don't get a vaccine. Like, Canada's retarded. Well, but, but what I will tell you is this, and Howie – Boxing has been way more blatantly rigged for a way longer period of time, and it's still going on. It's fighting. People expect it to be rigged. They're not going to lose the sport. They're not going to lose anything. You're not going to. You might have a couple books that fucking start saying you can't do. They're never. It's not going to happen. Is they're going to curtail it? They're going to put rules in place. Fanduel and these companies are making just as much money as the UFC off having betting for it. They want it just as bad as anyone else does. I don't think they're going to pull it at all. Russian ping pong is allowed on fucking these sites. The what makes pull- Dana look bad is the him nodding at Portnoy though during the decision, like giving him the yeah, I set yeah. that up. Like, I mean, that it, makes him look old. That makes it look. A it lot was all looked horrible. It all looked horrible, and they're going to need to fix it. And they're going to need to put some rules in place, like not having judges, like have the algorithm that fucking PFL uses, which is perfect. Just have that that algorithm we watch, Bill. I've never complained about the algorithm once. And for those of you in the chat saying someone won in DFS, DFS has nothing to do with with scoring. That that's totally that's like saying uh, this team should have won the game because they had more passing yards. Like that's totally different than who won an actual fight. Um, Howie, let's talk some college ball, man. Fourteen and fucking two this Hell weekend. I'm, I told I sent it out everyone. I don't know if you've learned how to read those yet. I know you're still <laughs> like writing on like stone in a cave. Yeah. But uh, but I said more impressive than you going fourteen and two was that you learned how to use your hashtag and post your own fucking plays. No. This fucking guy. It was, Evan gave me a tutorial. I called him back 17 times. (laughs) So it's, it's control all enter. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, are you going to get like a smartphone next? Yeah, I got to go get a new one, man. Are you going to get a cell phone? Uh, you have a cell phone. Is that yeah. one of those kid ones, the, the plastic ones, like the Playtech ones? It's not bad. I can call like three people. <laughs> it's got 16 minutes a day. The one, <laughs> one my grandma has with the big bolt. The big buttons. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, Tommy. Yeah, I, I call like, I, I'm allowed to call like three, three people a day up to 15 minutes. <laughs> it's like a jail phone. Oh, that's great. Well, I mean, listen, we got some hoops going on tonight. Um, I mean, you you just fucking smashed it. Uh, before we get into the college basketball, I want to talk about me and you spent about an hour or two on the phone today, so you probably won't have any minutes left for the rest of the week. Uh, but uh, on our phone call today, me and Howie are going to be putting together the first ever Tommy G. Howie Dewey fucking bowl bonanza guide. So we're going to be putting together a bowl guide. It's not just going to be picks. For Deep Bets subscribers, if you're already an annual subscriber and all that, you'll get the bull picks, you know, regularly with what you already purchased. But for those of you that aren't subscribers to Four Deep Bets or want the whole guide, even if you are a subscriber, um, we're going to do a bull guy. We're going to price it out tonight. It should be up in the next couple of days. And how it's going to work, Howie, there's 49 bowl games, right, or something like that when you count yeah. the couple D2 games. We're going to give out futures. We're going to give out bets for every game. We're going to give a write-up for every game. So you're going to get my write-up and Howie's write-up on every single bowl game coming up. 
Uh, we got a podcast planned that we're going to be doing. We're going to do a quick rundown of all the bowl games, probably after the first weekend wave when the real good ones start. Me and Howie will do a bowl game. We'll do a uh, championship little podcast, too, with me and you. Going to be a lot of stuff in it. Basically, everything you need to know for bowl season will be in there. And, Howie, the thing I like the most about it, it's going to be a living, breathing document. It's not going to be like one of these stupid fucking things you buy now for fucking X amount of dollars and it's dead a week from now. As news comes out, as players get announced out, we're going to basically update the document for everyone. So each day you could just walk into it and everything's going to be new and fresh and you're going to be able to see it all. And we'll even give some strategy sections on how to bet the bowls. Uh, there's a couple stats that are fucking amazing. Like with, uh, I'll give you one of them right now. And this is why you need to sign up to it when we drop it in a couple of days. Uh, here's one of the stats, Howie, that I was digging around. Uh, this one's pretty fucking ridiculous. And I can't find it. Here it is. So at, this is there's things in bowl season that just correlate. So this is from VEASAN, actually. I got this. Teams that have won zero to three games in the prior season. Okay. Teams that have won zero to three games in the prior season and qualified for a bowl game are 29-10-1. Yep. 29, yeah. 10, and 1 yeah. in the last seven seasons. I got a list of about 10 of these that yeah. I've used for years. But there's tricks, Howie, to bowl season. that if you, And we're, these are all going to be in our fucking guide. If you know these tricks, we clean up every year in bowl season. It's The great thing I love about it is it's conference versus conference. Mm -hmm. So strength of schedule is huge. Um uh, different types of coaching styles. That's Motivation. Love it. Yeah, so it's going to be awesome. Uh, we're really excited to do it. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it. And we'll have a little promo code for you guys too. We get a little cheaper here on State Cash and some of the other outlets that, uh, that we're doing. But what do we like here, Howie, tonight in college hoops? Uh, not, not a great slate of games, but pretty good. For, yeah, for I mean, uh, there's, there's two games on there that just popped out at me. The big one being Yale uh, like coming it. off one day's rest. Mm -hmm. They go down to Kentucky without their leading score, and, I mean, they gave them a game. Um, they gave them a game. Uh, you know, the kid from Albany, New York, that kid August Mahoney, hell of a guard. Yeah, I love that kid. Played great. Um, kid doesn't turn the ball over. He can shoot. Uh, so you got a low line. The line is, I think, minus five and a half, and they're playing shitty fair Fairfield, and you're like, why is it that low? Well, Look, you one day rest. You got to fly back. You got to you know get treatment. Go see the trainer. They're gonna give them the day off of practice yesterday, and they got to pop right back and play tonight. Normally, I would probably say you know the underdog's looking good. It's a home dog. This team's not well rested. They just play Kentucky. Mm -hmm. But this coach James Jones, man, played at Albany State. Was in my league when I played at Cortland. This guy's brother coaches at Boston University. This guy's one of the best coaches the Ivy League's ever had. This is a guy that came in a few years ago when he took over Yale, and they remember they beat Baylor in the opening round of the tournament. This guy's got players. He can coach. I think mentally he gets these kids that, look, we got to go out and play well tonight. We really got to run these guys. I think they win by 20 tonight at Fairfield. Okay, I love it. Um, Yale has been a great cover team, too, uh, so far this year. I have it up right here. They're 7-2 and two against the spread this year. Uh, the MOV for them, I don't know if any of you guys know what that is. It's basically the differential by which you cover your games by. So if you're one-point favorite, you beat the spread by eight at seven. And if you lose by seven, blah, blah, blah. But uh, 19 and a half. Yeah. Extremely high differential. So they're 
Fairfield's actually a negative uh, team in that perspective. Fairfield's six and four cover, but they're negative three. So I don't really use this as much, but it is something to look at. When you see a team that's seven and two covering this year, those are the numbers I try to look at. Your boys, Howie, number one in the nation, are two calls before the year. Could not have been more dead on. Your Connecticut call uh, at the beginning saying Connecticut was one of the top teams in the country. They're 10-0-1 against the spread. They're loaded. And yeah. my call coming in that Louisville was the worst team in the country. They're 0-10 against the spread. So our so two bad. biggest calls are fucking right there. Yeah, and I mean, Connecticut, Danny Hurley's a great coach. Great coach. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I look for that team to go deep into the tournament. You know, there's like four college teams this year that are loaded. One of them, you know, being Texas, which who knows what's going to happen after – you know, Chris Beard went in and strangled somebody this morning. He had yeah, a few... so tell, tell us about that because I was just going to talk about that. Chris Beard, last night, there's no doubt he got home, tough practice, stressed out, probably had seven, eight Jack and Cokes. Uh, we don't know if it's his wife. If I was to bet, I'd say there's probably a 95% chance it was his wife that he choked out this morning. Uh, put her in, like, I don't know if it was a – I think it was a medium to high-end threshold on a stranglehold uh, because – you know, they came in, busted him, brought that. You know, it could have been one of his kids. If he's got a kindergartner that's an asshole, then that's a possibility. Maybe he just strangled out one of the kids. Um, but he choked the shit out of somebody. He did someone. So I got a funny feeling he's not going to be on the sidelines tonight when they play Rice. Um, and that's another one. 24 and a half points Rice is getting. I like him at home. I think Texas is going to have some mental problems tonight. I mean, your coach isn't there. I think this one's in Texas, right, isn't it? It is. It, it is, is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's the same state, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's right. You know, Rice, I think, is in Dallas. That's yeah. in Austin. So, um, who knows what's going to happen? Because Texas was ranked two in the country. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think, no matter what, I don't think they end up firing him because, you know, she would probably have to die for, for <laughs> them to fire him. College coaches, they don't give a fuck. You could basically. He's ranked number two. You could murder someone and fucking keep coaching in college. Yeah, well, and there's another thing too. You can't you can't slap or punch him, but you can strangle him a little bit. <laughs> that's that's proven. Is that the is that the cancel culture rule? It is. Chad you Brown, can... the trainer, the horse trainer this year, uh, he threw a girl down the stairs, his old girlfriend, and then he choked her out. Um, and I want to say he had to pay like three thousand, but you know he's nothing right. wrong. He's fine. They they dropped it to a lesser charge, so I think. I think you can choke a little bit. You just can't hit. You can't smack him, can't punch him. Yeah. That's, that's the college college sport. In the NFL, you can't even look at him funny. But, uh, yeah. yeah, in college sports, you can get away with yeah, a little the bit NFL, more for sure. The NFL had like a three-year period where they just went full MMA on their bitches. Uh, <laughs> fucking Tyreek Hill is literally one of the biggest names in the NFL. He literally beat the shit out of his wife, his kids. It's on fucking voice recording the whole nine. And everyone's still running around doing this every game when he runs for a touchdown. Oh, Adrian, Adrian Peters, Peterson. Adrian Peterson beat the shit he, out of his kids. He just mm -hmm. grabbed a branch off of a tree and just went postal on like six kindergartners one right. day. <laughs> and, He's and, fine. and my favorite, my favorite though, and the one that I, I my favorite is Joe Joe Mixon's left hook. That's one of the greatest. That's so quick. I wouldn't say I greatest, mean, but yeah. <laughs> her, her her legs. She just buckled and went straight down. That was like. There could have been a conspiracy theory on, you know, did she really get hit or just drugged and fall straight to the ground? Because she didn't lean left, right? She went straight down. Whatever it is in the NFL, you could beat the hell out of women, that's for sure. And it's unfortunate yeah. that they're fucking such assholes there. Uh, let's get back to college basketball here. Creighton, 
uh, I like today. Creighton, this looks this this smells funny, right? I kind of like this Creighton team. Did you mention Creighton already? That's my I love them. I love them tonight. Okay, you do like them? All right. Yeah, it, because I what's throwing people off is you got Creighton playing Arizona State, good packed 12 team. Um and it's listed as being played at Arizona State. It's not. The game's in Vegas. Right. The game's in Las Vegas in the arena. Uh Creighton's lost I think three really close games. They're good, man. Uh, they got Mike Miller's kid, 6'7", shoots the hell out of it, just like the old man. They got some good guards, good big man, good coach. Um, I think they I love them. came out right. I yeah. love it. This fits my system that I always bet, too. I mean, every single aspect of it. I mean, if you look at – I always think, what are the idiots going to bet in college football, right? Like like we looked at with the Lions and the Panthers games this week. Nine and one Arizona State. Uh, looking at a neutral site here against Creighton, who's six and four, and Creighton's favored by three. Every monkey in the world is going to walk in there like, I think I want to bet to Arizona State. So I love Creighton here uh, as a favorite in this spot. Also, another one I like, I like UC San Diego a little bit. The Tritons uh, going into San Diego. Nice little rivalry game here, obviously, being played in San Diego. Both these teams from San Diego. And I think this San Diego team, I bet on them the other day, they just look bad, man. They got their fucking ass handed to them by fucking UNLV. And then lost to Cal Baptist right after that. Lost to Nichols. Lost to New Mexico State by 20. Uh, the only win they've had least recently was Longwood by three in their last six games. I just don't know if this team has any business laying fucking uh, this many points in a rivalry game. Getting six and a half, seven points. It opened at nine. It's already been driven down to six and a half. Uh, and nine, 72% of the money is on San Diego right now, Howie. And this line went from nine to six and a half. So if you got 72% of the people betting on San Diego and the line's dropping two and a half points, yeah, that tells you there's a fucking whale or two on the other yeah, side. Somebody so knows something. Give me the Tritons plus six and a half and give me a small stab at the Tritons plus 250 on the money line. I wouldn't be surprised. And another one you got to look at, and I didn't play anything, I'm just looking at it, is you got Kennesaw State. Small school went uh, from D2 to D1 about 10 years ago. Kennesaw State, Kennesaw, Georgia, traveling all the way to San Diego State, play the Aztecs in San Diego. Um, that could be a blowout. San Diego mm -hmm. State could win by 30. Okay. Yeah, I'm not touching that one, too. Like, if you, if you play that, Watch I'll tell it, it uh, if you end up jumping on it, but keeping your eye on it. Anything else here before, uh, before we let you go, Howie? No, that's it. Those are the two. Um, Any comment on the Army game? You end up fucking stealing that one. I got snuck that one out nice. I took Army. I didn't like the over-under, and I'm glad because that thing ended up going over. Bill was talking about that. How pissed would you be if you had that 10 Army, to 10 Navy, Bill. and ended up going over? I mean, the game should have gone under. Of course, what's Navy do today? They fire their coach who's been there for, like, what, 17 years? 100 years. He's been there longer than Monk and has been at Army. And, you know, I was with both those guys at Georgia Southern uh in the uh mid 90s both of them were assistants under paul johnson at georgia southern uh then went to navy he he ended up taking the head job at navy monken went to georgia tech um and then to army but they're all triple option guys that guy's a great coach the guy from navy he's had a nice run there had yeah i mean i did I, i'm shocked i mean you you don't you don't get fired from those programs unless you do something Really wrong. I didn't think any of those were deserving of getting fired. I didn't think he deserved to get fired today. Yeah. Be interesting, uh, man. But yeah, that's a long time. We're bringing in a new, whole new regime there now. All right, Howie Dewey, go get to researching those college football bowl things, and we'll talk about it on Thursday. We drop it for everyone on State Cashing. Let's go. All right, brother. Stay hot, uh, kid. Uh, All right. If we want to go to World Cup. Yeah, let's jump to World Cup real quick.
Cabo Wubba. You know what time it is? Really wrong. I didn't think any of those. Cabo Wubba just turned the sound off there. What up, buddy? How you doing? Looking sharp. Did you get a nice little fresh haircut there? Looks like you're heading back to the military. Yeah, I had to get back in the army life now that I'm off leave. Oh yeah. So what? Yeah. Uh, so what's going on? What do you? What do you think about what's going on in the World Cup so far? Travel doesn't know about Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> no, man. dude, I've been on four different time zones in the last month. There's it's... only one time zone. It's all Eastern. Just use Eastern and do the math. That's an easy way to do oh, it. My life easier. I mean, what a fucking weekend for the World Cup here, huh? I mean, some real big upsets. We lost fucking. Uh, Ronaldo, who who the fuck knows what went on there? We lost fucking Neymar, uh, almost lost Messi uh, in that one. So uh, talk to me a little bit, real quick, about what went on, and then what you like for tomorrow and Wednesday, since we don't have a show tomorrow or Wednesday. Uh, tomorrow or Wednesday. Uh, what we went on is, uh, like I told everybody back in August, it's never coming home. Not with England, not with Southgate. I'm not shocked at all. They lost that one. Portugal was a shocker. It hurt my wallet a little bit. I was really high on Portugal. I had their future. I didn't see them losing one throw. I didn't even see Morocco score, and so that one got me. I wasn't shocked with Croatia, as I told you guys. I thought they could take them to extras, and then they could beat them. It's just what the Croatians do. They're good at it, and they've done it since they've been in the World Cups in 98. And then Argentina and Netherlands, that might be one of the top three matches in the World Cup so far. That was, that was a blast. That was fun. That, that was a great game. Man, having the advance and the 165 and a future on Argentina, I was – I, was I mean, how many there. fucking posts did Argentina hit at the end before the penalty kicks? I mean, they were peppering that fucking net. I, I just needed it to get the penalty kicks. So I'm like, oh. dude, fucking stop. They were like machine gun firing balls at the net for the last eight minutes. I think there was two of them off the post in like the last three minutes of that. Oh, match. it was crazy. Yeah, they were just I was like, where's this all game? Like, Why do yeah. these teams wait till the final five minutes to start trying to score? Uh, but either way, got some big matchups here. Obviously, I'm biased. Uh, I have my Moroccan All-Stars, who I've been riding. Got them plus 3,100 in those fucking crazy bets. Uh, so I'm scared of this France team. I loved France against England. We were both on France against England. That was a nice advance for us there. They were a far better team. Uh, but talk to me real quick. Tuesday, Croatia, Argentina. Wednesday, Morocco, France. How do we play these two games? And don't be afraid to go right against me at Morocco because I know you're heavy on France. <laughs> uh, so... Uh... Argentina, I'm going to be on them, but I'm not going to be on them the traditional way. I'm going to look more at player props here getting towards the end. I don't really want much in the 90-minute money lines or over-unders. Um, I was looking at DraftKings and Messi's one shot each half is plus 170. This guy has four, one, four, two, and two. Is that shot on target or just shot in general? No, shot on target, on okay. goal. So if you look at his shots, he's Bill peppering. loves those. Whether it's on or off the target, <laughs> ever again. <laughs> when they need shots, he's doing it. The only match he didn't really need to shoot much was against Mexico, and it showed. But outside of that, he's firing away. This is a revenge match they lost in 2018, 3-0. If you look at the rosters, Croatia's close to the same. Argentina's completely redone. Four guys started in 2018. Only three are in the starting now. The other one's on the bench. I, I'm all about Argentina here. I think they advance. I think Croatia is going to eventually tire out. And I think Messi's going to do anything he can to get the uh, the World the Cup. Because he asked if uh, he would take his five Baldur uh, trophies or a World Cup. And he said World Cup every time. Mm. So I All think right. Messi. So you're on Argentina and that one. Uh, you're going to go against my Moroccans. I, I, I've, I hate to hear it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my earplugs out while you talk about it. So uh, talk to me about France. 
Uh, yeah, so I'm going to take France. I'm going to go at it uh, with the corners in this one. So far, uh, the Moroccans are sitting deep and they're countering. Croatia was 5-0 corners, Belgium 9-1, Canada 6-2, Spain 4-0 in uh, regular time, not extras. And then Portugal 9-3. Three and a half corner spread on Bovada is minus 110. That's where I'm going at it. DraftKings has a team total of 5.5 for minus 150. You can hit that one if you want to be safer, but I'm going to go with the 6.5. Or I'm sorry, the five, the 5.5 is Bovada. I'm going to go safer on DraftKings, or a little more risk in it. 6.5 on um, DK. I'll, I'll chance that for, for the plus money over drinking the juice on the 5.5. They've right. let it happen. And I, I think it's so just you're saying be- over six and a half corners for France. Yeah, that, that's what I'm going to do on draft. Is that for the game or just for France? That's for the game. Total for, for the total, both teams. Yes. Okay. So both teams. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Morocco does sit back. That's why I love them, dude. I, they're, they're like a viper. They're like a snake. They just sit back and then, then just attack. Yep. So uh fun team, fun team for me to watch. That's I, how I would coach a soccer. I think team. it's going to run out. I also, uh, I have Argentina advance uh, parlay is minus minus one forty on DraftKings. I went ahead and hit it because that's how I see the final going. And Bobby, I mean, realistically, you could parlay Argentina advance and France advance for like minus one thirty-five. Um, for those for those that like that, um, that's something I will be considering doing because I'm going to need a hedge on my Morocco future here. So I'm going to have to find a way to hedge France somehow. Um, all right. So uh, who's who's going to win it all? I'm all, I'm all aboard Argentina. All right. Well, hey, gonna, can't be gonna, right all the time. Can't be right all the time. I'm I'm waiting for my Morocco Croatia final. I'm still as shocked to Portugal. I, I really thought they'd <laughs> make that run. Listen, they should have started Ronaldo. Yeah, I, I would have started Ronaldo regardless, and then I'd set his old ass on the bench and brought in the speed of Ramos and uh, Rafael Leo in yeah. and went after went after them late. That's how yeah, I would have. He's going to take a lot of heat for that. All right, well, uh, Kababo, we appreciate all the knowledge and insight. We'll be sweating the games together in the chat. 2 p.m. Tuesday and 2 p.m. Wednesday. Those two games are tomorrow and Wednesday. Get over to 4dbeth.com. We'll be in there sweating it live in the chat room, and I will be talking shit to Kababel when Morocco beats France and moves on to the finals to win the World Cup. First African World Cup final winner ever. Uh, Kababel, love you, brother. Be good. See, talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, later. Later, bro. All right, Bill Rupp, tagging you back in. What do you like tonight in fucking uh, hockey or hoops? Well, hockey going with proximity bet again. Let's uh, go. Devils are at the Rangers. Devils are going to tie the NHL record tonight with 12 road game wins in a row. Mm. So the Devils are my play at minus 110. Going to beat down these Rangers tonight uh, in New York at the Garden. Um, Let's go Devils. Get 12 in a row. Tie that record. Yeah, tickle my throat here. I need to get off for a second. Hold on. Talk to me about something else. I'm going to go fucking handle this. Uh, and then uh, that's it for me for hockey. Uh, one bet there. And I'm also on Kyle Kuzma tonight, who I love his points and assists. Kyle Kuzma has been fucking a different person this year. He's been different ever since he left the Lakers. He's just fucking killing it. Um, so 27 and a half is a joke. He's been scoring 27 a game alone without the assists. Um, especially tonight. I like him. They're playing the Nets. Don't play a lot of defense anyway. So give me Kuzma at home over 27 and a half. I love it. And I think Healy and Abraham plays too. I can read those. I'm back. I got you. I survived it. Bill, you know what? You know what I hate the most? 
whenever we watch any of the shows together and you see these people start to cough and they cough their way through the segment instead of just going to commercial. The, here's the thing, guys. If you're on a YouTube show or a podcast or something, if you're going to need, if you get a tickle in your throat, you need to cough, get the fuck off the air. No one wants to watch you fucking struggle through it. So I battled through that like a goddamn champion, Bill. Fucking 30 seconds later, I'm back ready to fucking talk and not cough. Uh, so you gave your NBA, but did you want to give out the other two? You just said you were going to do it. I know I was. I just didn't know if you wanted to because I don't want to come in and take it from you. Uh, Abra has two bets here. Uh, Bam out of Bayou on the Heat, over 33 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. And Kyle Anderson of the T-Wolves, over 23 and a half points, rebounds, assists. And Brian Healy, uh, who's known to dabble in some really dirty water park water and get sick. Dame Lillard. Over three and a half three-pointers from Brian Healy. Uh, wish him luck. We believe he has uh, SARS or hepatitis, Bill, from that uh, water park he went to. Yeah, you don't go to dirty indoor water Dirty water parks. parks. Dirty water parks are bad. Yeah, dirty water parks. But uh, what do you think of those three bets? Uh, I like them. I love them. I had them the other day um, for double-double. Um, might end up taking them again tonight. I don't know. You got to mm -hmm. sign, up, sign up for 4deepbets.com and find out. Nice. First bet I'll have for you guys right now is the Penguins. I like the Penguins minus 130 uh, against the Stars in the NHL. So let's take the pennies. Pengs minus 130 versus the Stars. And uh, probably ride Bill's devil train there. I, I think playing the devil has always been a good look for us. We've had a lot of money, made, made a lot of money off them. Uh, so that's it for right now. For the hockey, what do we got left? Just the NFL? Yep. Yeah. All right, let's get to the NFL game tonight. Shitty fucking game. Arizona, New England. The only good thing about it is it can't let us down. So that's a positive. Rackets, I know you usually like to take the unders on these games, but then you like to go against the public here. So let me just read to everyone where we're looking at and where the money's sitting. And then we'll go to Joey Rackets and see what he's seeing. 93% of the money is on the under, Mr. Rackets. 59% of the bets is on the over. 93% of the money is on the under. That's a 52% difference or... 40, what is that, 34% difference between those two. And the line hasn't moved. We have 70% of the money on the Patriots, but that line has gone up from one and a half to two and a half. And then on the money line, we're looking at about 65% uh, on the Pats, and that's kind of held steady uh, with about 30% uh, uh, on the other side. So, Rackets, what does that tell you? Uh, it tells me about the over, but that's scary, uh, that's scary shit. I don't – I don't really like anything in this game. I like the Patriots money line, and that's about What's the it. double result? What's the Cardinals Patriots? 750, but I the that Pets defense is just legit, man. I don't mm. I don't want to I don't really want to target them. I don't think Kyler is good. <laughs> He's not I don't, good. I don't, I don't I don't I really don't like anything in this game aside from the Patriots money line. Yeah, I may take a little L on uh, Jalen Hurts, but I'm definitely going to be able to victory lap Kyler Murray until I fucking or... die. Jets are the biggest uh, Arizona fans in the world tonight. Mm -hmm. Yep. We were big Charger fans last night. Actually, no, we were actually Dolphin fans, yep. believe it or not, because the Chargers were right there with us. But either team losing helps us a little bit, but we would have preferred the Dolphins to not suck. Um, Patriots minus 130, Bill. I'm taking that. Uh, just Belichick versus Kyler Murray. Uh, Belichick eats young, stupid quarterbacks alive. I don't care if Kyler Murray's, yeah, been, in the... Kyler Murray's been in the league a long time. So. I was just saying, I don't care if Kyler Murray's been in the league for 15 years. He's the dumbest quarterback I've ever seen to the point where they had to put a clause in his contract to start studying your playbook and stop playing video games. Rackets, well, that sounds like exactly what you would tell your child. That is what I tell my child. If, right. he, remembers, if he remembers to pick him up from school. 
Yeah, that's true. Right. So when he when he picks them up after four hours of waiting in the street and rain and snow, getting hit by cars, uh, he tells them to put the video games down and start studying your playbook. Well, guess who's the and now now you're talking about a, a Arizona Cardinals team that's dead. They got nothing to play for. So if Kyler wasn't paying attention and studying the playbook when this team had Super Bowl aspirations, what the fuck you think he's doing at fucking four and eight? And they're one and six at home, Bill. They're worse at home. He sucks at home, probably because he's got faster Wi-Fi for his fucking Fortnite games. Uh, There is, and I was talking in in the chat with Zeke's mama about it. There's a, a line tonight where I just don't understand. Please enlighten us. Um. It is Mr. Greg uh, Dorch. Mm. Okay. Uh, his prop is two and a half receptions. Okay. And his number is 22 and a half. Okay. Um, if you look at his last few ga- last game, mm-hmm. uh, he had nine receptions for 103 yards, 10 targets. Okay. He had 12 targets. Oh, no, no, hold on. Let me see. Hold on, hold on. He had uh, a 10 targets last game, right? Mm-hmm. And then if you go to his game log, I'm guessing because some people were out, uh, it drops down to one, three, one, one, then 10, four, and nine to start the season. So we had well, nine. Well, if you mind, you didn't have DeAndre Hopkins for the first six weeks, so that would okay. that would bump and up Now the Hopkins was back, and he had nine receptions for 10 yards and 100 for 10 recept, 10 targets, nine receptions, 103 yards. Right. Why is it 22 and a half? I don't know. And you have no Rondell Moore today. We had no Rondell Moore oh, last Moore. week. Um, the only thing I can imagine is this is just an error on the algorithm here because he had such little production over the weeks four through 10. And uh, let me just check something for you here. Let me check week 13. Uh, give me Just give me one second, guys. This is an important piece of information I'm pulling up for you. I just got to pull it up on a spreadsheet here. Uh, over at wide receiver. Let me go. All right. So Hollywood Brown is back, right? All right, so let me see. So last yeah, week, Dorch is going to get the matchup in the slot. Yeah. So last week, snaps. I don't have it. It's not pulling up on my sheet. I don't know why. Um, so yeah. So last week he got ten targets in this scenario with Hollywood Brown back. I'm just trying to see if I could factor in what that would do to it. I mean, I don't see that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make really make sense either way. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna get a few less snaps for sure. Uh, I'd probably go with the yards over the. Uh, yeah, no, the yards definitely. Yeah, because the catches is what two and a half. Yeah, because he can get the yards in one catch. You get the yards when the numbers that low. Yeah, I, mean, I like it. I like it. You don't need to be on the field that much. Um, no Rondell Moore there, so you're gonna be looking at. Uh, I'm just trying to see if I can pull anything. Yeah, you're looking at basically Hopkins Brown, and he's gonna be the. Right there with AJ Green and Dorch. He should see about 30, 40% of the snaps. I like that. Yeah, that's fine. I have no problem with that at all. Um, the two things I like the most in this game, <clears throat> one of them is obviously Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, I'm not going the angle that everyone else is going. I think the rushing prop is retarded high. Uh, I just 75 and a half for Ramondre Stevenson, like never. Like I know he could do it. I know that's. You know, not an egregious number, especially when you're looking at a doubtful tag on Harris tonight. Probably going to be out. But, I mean, dude, I'm not betting 80 rushing yards there. Why would I when I can go receiving yards? Here's Ramondre Stevenson's numbers for the last three weeks. Okay? You ready? 21 receptions, 24 targets, 156 yards. Bill, 
He's had six catches or more in three straight games. He's had six targets or more in three straight games. And he's gone over 55 yards in two of the last three games. Four of the last, actually, one, two, three, four, four of the last six. How are the Cardinals against um, running backs out of the backfield? Well, hold on. Let me just ask you this. Just on that. I got someone just rang my doorbell. All right. Ask me a question. Every time. What if I was going to answer it? Well, answer the question. You were getting up as I asked. He was rising. He He was rising. No, I know. But he was rising as I asked it, Rackets. I know. But his intent was to ask the question and and then leave. That was his plan. Bill, any words on that? Yeah, what do you think, Bill? I mean, this is the best input he's given since he fucking started on the show. Uh, but, Rackets, explain to me how. Like, what would you guess Ramondre Stevens' receiving profits based on that information? 221 uh, mm-hmm. catches, 156 yards in the last three games. It's got to be at least 35, 40, right? Yeah, it's only 35. I think that's insane. I, I think 35. Least, yeah, yeah like I least, think 35 right? is yeah, nuts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would have had that at like 44. I think this is like nine yards too low uh, on this number. So I'm going to be pounding the uh, Ramondre Stevenson. Let me just pull it up here. It's just, I think it's just, it's, I think it's kind of that same thing with Dorch, though. Like, it's just, it's the recent production. It's not the overall, like, you know, the, expect, the expected production, I should say. Amazon. Hold on. I actually found a better number here. That's, that's even high. Um, what are you guys talking about? Stevenson. Did you answer my question? Yes. Um, Did you get the answer? No. Uh, So 35 and a half. Bill, 35 and a half for Ramondre Stevenson receiving yards. 21 catches, 156 yards last few games. What do you think? Um, Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't know. Does it matter? Yes. No, it doesn't. doesn't. Does not. Does not. You want to know another one here for you, Bill? No, I don't. Uh, Kyler Murray. I mean, you don't want more free bets? No. Yeah, you do. All right, Kyler Murray. What do you think his rushing prop is? 24. No, it's higher than that. 30. I was going to say I was going to say 34. Yeah, it's 35 and a half. I'm good. Okay. At this. Let's go. So that's 35 why I don't bet and a half. That's because that's what I think that they're going to get. <laughs> All right, 35 and a half. Uh, over the last uh, five games, we're looking at 56, 60, 36, 30, 142 is rushing. He should be under tremendous pressure today, uh, obviously, with Bill Belichick up his ass. Fair statement, Bill. Fair statement. Fair statement. And now we got to look at the Bills. I know you like to know of the Patriots. I know you like to look at the other team and how they do. Lamar Jackson, pretty fair comp for Kyler Murray, correct? Rushed for 107 versus them, versus the Patriots. Justin Fields, fair comp, better but fair. Uh, rushed for 82 yards versus them. Joey Rackett's own. Ellinger, who's not even a running quarterback, rushed for 39 yards. I think he had more rushing yards than he had passing yards. 39 yards versus them. Uh, And Zach Wilson rushed for 26 yards versus them. The only one that I have to dig a little more into is the Josh Allen one, where he only rushed for 20 yards against them. But again, it's Josh Allen. He doesn't need to rush because he's a passer. He might have just had a great passing game that day. I know they win that game by 40. Yeah, I know the Bills beat him, I believe, pretty decent that game. So that would make sense. But, I mean, you're looking at Lamar 107, Fields 82, Ellinger 39. That's enough for me to take 35 and a half on a guy who's been averaging 60 rushing yards over his last six games. Should be in trouble. Should be running like a fucking maniac today, silly Billy Rupp. What do you think of that 35 and a half for Kyler like Murray? It. You like it? So you happy you listen to it now? I'm happy. All right, good. I'm glad I could, uh, I'm glad I could cheer you up. 
So uh, that's another play I'm going to be on there. Now, you want me to make that play even a little better for you, Bill Rupp? No. You want to make it a tiny bit better? No. How about I give you a little sprinkle of betterness? No. Kyler Murray, 200-plus passing yards, is in the odds boost. Oh, God. Which means they don't – I mean, you can't touch that then. So how's he going to get any yards? He's going to <laughs> skedaddle his way to 40-plus rushing yards. That's what I'm doing. I'm probably going to alt this right. up. Yeah. All I'm right. going to do a little alt on this. Maybe take a little 60-plus plus like 300. What do you think of that? Um, I, whatever you want. I mean, it's three. It's three twenty. I was just gonna say you just want to get off, right? Yeah, Bill has got stuff to do. Okay, cool. Uh, Evan, do you have a same game parlay? Uh, gonna have one out later. Hmm. Can't can't rush perfection, like we said. I actually. I, it's true. It's or you just or you, or you just didn't look at it. It's been it's been a minute. It's been a minute since we've hit, but we're due. It's good, because, good job. We're, we're, because it's because you don't want to rush perfection, or because you just didn't look at it before. Nothing else. Start. Nothing else. Well, usually, <laughs> actually, whoa, 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 wait. So I am not an How are you going to build a brand on the free show if you don't give them out on the show? You got to follow me on Twitter and or go to bets.com <laughs> and sign up. However, I am not an experienced handicapper. I watch a lot of football, big football mm-hmm. guy, but I use your guys' insight to help build my same game. Oh, brand. okay. See, that's the right answer there, Bill. That's what he should do. Just kiss our ass a little bit as you do on the way out. Then you're always safe. Uh, throw Ramondre Stevenson touchdown in there too, and I think I might go even two touchdowns. So I'm all in on Stevenson and the and the Pats tonight. That's 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 it. I'm not touching anything else anywhere outside of the Murray rushing. Um, Bill Rupp, would you like to go to final words? Do you want to cover another sport? Nope, Rubbing Rackets tonight. Um, maybe we'll do it on Twitter tonight, Rackets. Yeah, we had to prep for it and really Twitter promote, space. really really promote it. Well, that's good. Listen, right. we me and Rubbing Rackets, we we do things up. We're not fucking planners, bro. We fucking do things. I'm, I'm aware. We're not planners. I'm aware. <laughs> well, if you want to hear us, we might be on for free tonight um, on Twitter Spaces. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Join the fun at uh, Rup45 tonight. We'll let Rup you know what time. Could be 5.30. Could be 6.30. You could never know. Happy. It could never. not even be on Twitter. It could just be on Discord. Who knows? It may not do it at all. Depends if Bill gets stuck no, no, in traffic. We're, we're definitely going to do it. Well, okay. no, that's right. You guys just came back, right? It's yeah, your back. triumphant back. return, which recently. Yeah, back. And then we're going to be off for Christmas break. So, I mean, can we talk about the streak that I'm on of consecutive shows without a miss right now? Did we hit double digits yet? I mean, uh, I'm on fire the last three probably, weeks. Probably hit double digits. I mean, I'm on fire. I've hit at least 10 shows in a row. But now that means you do. I mean, I'm fucking definitely just, missing just Thursday like or Friday. Parlays. Friday, Bill, buckle up. Uncle Danny's sending us pictures of Apache helicopters landing in his area. And hear more about that on Rub and Rackets at 5.30 or 6.30 or 7. Follow Rub45 on Twitter. Rackets, final words. Uh, Rub and Rackets at, on Twitter Spaces later. Awesome. Great. Maybe. Way to keep it fresh. Keep it fresh, Rackets. Evan, final words. Uh, we had 700 people in here all show, and we have 107 likes. I don't know what the fuck is going on with that. So before we leave, before we get out of here, before you get out of here, like the goddamn video. Oh, and I got one more thing. We're not letting Bill Rupp leave until you like the video. Everybody who uh, won the uh, the baseball cards, they were are shipped out today. I think I gave them to the guy today. Wow. Or today um, when I mailed out all my stuff. So you will be getting them soon. So look in your mailbox. And then uh, from me eating the gum, uh, I'm on my first or second week of that digesting in my stomach. And that'll probably be released from my asshole in about 15 years. Yep, six and a half years to go. Yeah, about six and a half years. So what is it, seven years, Evan? All right. Uh, I, so, believe, I believe it's. I got some more older years. packs of cards too, guys. So if you yeah. want to do another one, 
Yeah, just uh, yeah. just start liking the video if you want to see me eat shit gum again. Maybe next time I'll eat an eyeball or something or something. Uh, for Joey Rackets, Howie Dewey, couple Wubba Bubba Bubba, and Evan Hand and Bill Rupp. I am Tommy G. Good I, I luck. Got, I got a request to Crip walk us out. Crip walk us out of here, Bill Rupp. Good luck. Stay catching, motherfuckers. Let's go. I can't look down. I gotta watch them. <laughs>